This podcast is proudly produced by Bowtie Media. Hello and welcome to By Appointment Only. I'm your host, Brookie Jessberg, and this is my podcast series where I invite some of my personal clients and special guests to come into my salon, enjoy some treatments and catch up on what's happening in their world. So pour yourself a cheeky glass, ladies, and feel free to eavesdrop in all our goss. How does she do it? We get fast and fashion forward with the sensible but sassy Sarah Tammerman, the creator and founder of Beginning Boutique. Welcome, Sarah. Sarah, welcome. Thank welcome you. to my humble podcast, by appointment only. Yeah. Sarah Timmerman is the boss and owner of Beginning Boutique. That's right. So, this is the best podcast set up ever. Thank you. Thank you. Most people love it. You know, yeah. I, I haven't had any complaints so far, so feel free to give me your honest opinion, guys. So Sarah, 2008, yep. it all started. It did. Correct? Yes, definitely. Give me the beginning. Yes. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I actually wanted to be on James Street. Yeah. I So I thought that I would be in the beauty industry and my company name is actually Renew Body and Soul, but um, it just didn't happen. It didn't work out the way it was supposed to. We were going to do entomology, that sort of thing, like those really? sorts of treatments. Yep. Wow. And um, anyway, long story short, when I was in Paris for my 21st, mm-hmm. um, I went to this incredible store called Colette. And it's not like the Colette that's here. Yeah. It's You walk in and the staff were just amazing and friendly and nice and helpful. And I just thought we didn't have that in Brisbane because yeah. James Street was so snobby. You just felt like you didn't belong in stores. So I wanted to create a shopping experience that people loved going to. Lovely. And there was no shops available on James Street. So yeah. unfortunately, I had to go online. I, I say unfortunately, but thank God I went online. Yeah. So you, yeah. you pretty much hit the big time just before it went big time, didn't you? Well, like you, you sort of had one foot in already. Not many people would have been able to be in that position you are or thought of that being in that position. Yeah. A so friend well suggested to me, so that was really, you know, amazing that she did because at that time no one really understood online shopping and they thought that um, it was mm. just an eBay store. And I was like, no, it's a standalone store. We're like a store that you would shop at in real life. But, you know, we have, we're online. It's almost like a, a whisper in the breeze, isn't it, about online back then? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. taken off. Yeah. And it has taken yeah. off. And anyone who's thinking of getting online, good luck. Yeah, it's it a, would it's, be. It's a shark pit now, isn't it? Yes. So 10 years has gone by yep. since that. Did you ever thought that online would be as big as it is now? Definitely. Because I could see ASOS, wow. I could see all of those stores. And I thought that, you know, it has to come to Australia. It has to be here. So, you know, why not be a part mm. of it? And you're a busy mum of one, yeah, soon to be, and, a half. and I'm going to announce it too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. Well done. Comparing notes about boys, which is good. Happily married as yep. well. Yep. Successful business. How do you do it all? I mean, really, nobody does it all. And I think that's probably the truth of it. I mean, I do have a really incredible husband in terms of, you know, he was a stay-at-home dad. He really mm-hmm. helped with Finn. He's always supported me with beginning. Um, when we didn't have, when I didn't take a wage, he supported us completely. Well, he um, believed in you, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, he was mm. amazing. So I think that that really makes a big difference. Like your partner, if your partner believes in you, 
then it makes a world of difference. But yeah, I guess there's nobody, nobody does it all and everyone has good days and bad days. Well said. I find women can't have it all or if they tend to have it on paper, have it all, something something gives, mm. something sacrificed. Oh, Does yeah, 100%. sacrificed in your, yeah, in when your story? Yeah, when I, because I started the business when I was 21, when mm. all of my girlfriends were out at Fridays having the best time drinking, I worked from home and, you know, when you don't have a wage, you're not going to go spend your money on drinking no. every weekend. So it was a completely different 20s than my friends. Of course, like, we had fun and things like that, but there were, there were definite sacrifices. Like, we... We lived, we've always lived an awesome life. Um, we've just been able to do it on much less money than most people at the start. Mm. So it's, yeah, I think the sacrifices, you have to know for your goals, you have to know what the hell you're willing to sacrifice to get there because you will have to make sacrifices. Wow. So you did. You yeah. dropped out on the face of the earth <laughs> with your social life. Yeah. <laughs> drinking at home yeah. rather than going out yeah. and drinking. Yeah. You're one of the smart ones. Oh. Well, well done. Wow. Just got less stories. Ten years to the future. Yeah. Right now. Yep. What is your guilty pleasures? Oh, so many. I really love, I love when a good Netflix series comes on. Like, it is like the highlight of my week when Brooklyn mm. Nine-Nine has a new episode. Up that top. was <laughs> How good is it? It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Um, love a good, mm. like, chocolate Mm-hmm. Um, and too much, like not just, I'm not just a square kind of person, like always too much. <laughs> <laughs> You're all or nothing. <laughs> Love like just being in pyjamas all day um, yeah, nice. on, the, on a Saturday. Like take Finn out because he needs exercise. Otherwise he's going to go nuts. But like, in your pyjamas? Not in my pyjamas. <laughs> I could. I live in West End. I could do that. Well, you could just follow Victoria Beckham and make your own line. Oh, yeah. You know, casual uh, I wouldn't call it lingerie. I'd call it outside PJs. <laughs> She's bringing it back, isn't she? She would bring Do anything back, though. Do you agree on that? Do you agree on that? You have got to be super skinny and yeah. super well manicured to pull that look off because if you are not, it is pyjamas, no matter what anyone says. So no flannies? Probs not. Okay. No onesies? No, okay. unfortunately not. Speaking of onesies in another form, not that form that you may think of, what are your thoughts on this? The T-shirt yeah. into a bodysuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like Just. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not seeing enough of it. Oh, really? You need to come up with it more. Oh, I'm okay. You, okay. I'm going to let you have that. Yeah, we do okay. um, a lot of bodysuits, but they're Are not they really. T-shirts? No. How many people tuck in their T-shirts yeah, and buy skinny-waisted jeans? That is true. And the bloody thing's bulging out here. Yeah. And speaking of endemology. Yeah, 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 you don't want all the bulges, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think we do, where our market is like more into wearing festival bodysuits and bodysuits. Come on, there's a market there. Can you do it? (laughs) I don't know if our 18 to 24-year-old girls are into it. Oh, my God. Well, you're you're 30 to 35-year-olds. I know, yeah. Yeah, they would be. in that bracket still. Oh, you are. Aren't you in the 25 to 30-year-old bracket? I should be paying you, seriously. (laughs) Wait, I am, am I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just try to stay really true to our customer with our product because otherwise it's just a little bit of a Sarah fest. What does Sarah want to wear this week? Nobody cares. So 2008, it all started. You opened, launched. How was that first year? 
It was terrible. So it was 2008 mm. and the GFC was just about to hit. Oh, shit. Um, yes, yeah. it did too. Yeah. Yes. So no, we were selling designer clothes because I really wanted beginning to be a starting place for up-and-coming designers. Yeah. But nobody cares about that when they don't have any disposable income anymore. So we had to really quickly pivot. Um, also, our first website was terrible. It was mm. down 50% of the year. It was way too expensive. Um, we paid like $50,000 for that website and I've never paid so much in my life for a website that's a and that's even money, now, it? yeah. Um, it's a, it is a lot of money to come up with and to front up for something that doesn't work. Mm. So what happened? What ended up happening was we didn't even break even till year four and that only happened after I got a pop-up shop at Southbank and we I, just, I worked all of it because we couldn't afford to pay staff and saved up enough money to build a new website and do a photo shoot and then that's when everything sort of turned around. Wow. Yeah. So it took you four years yeah. to break even. Yeah. I think a lot of people should be you know, learning from this, that it's not as easy mm. as you think, is it? No. So basically what you're saying is don't give up. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, and put your all in. Well, you got to be there, don't you? Yeah, you do. And I think even as business gets older, which I'm sure you would appreciate as well, being the owner or the founder, it really, sometimes you see things that other people don't. And even when you don't have the experience that say that, CFO or that person that has the right words has you you'll know that something's wrong or right with the situation and I think trusting your gut is so important because I've been talked out of trusting my gut so many times by people who can speak more eloquently than I can if that makes sense so have I mm. I think we've all been there all lost money due to that <laughs> so how depressing we need to talk about something happy on this podcast you need those people when you go to the casino one night, don't you think? They're going to talk you out of it? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. But we always just yeah. do, we went to Vegas a couple mm. of years ago and we'll take 50 bucks in and that's all you get to play with. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Sensible. It's You're done. a sensible Sarah. Yes, I am a sen- I, That is the mod, that's like name of this podcast. <laughs> Brooklyn Beauty Bar with Sensible Sarah. Uh, do you think people perceive you as someone else? In what you do? I don't do they know. have this persona about you that they think that they know you, but they're pleasantly or disappointedly surprised that you're nothing like what they thought? Um, there were some girls on Friday night that were telling me that they did. She was telling me that her friends at uni thought that I was potentially like a Devil Wears Prada situation. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just, I, I wish I was, but I'm just, I'm just not, unfortunately. Why do you think they thought that? Fashion. Yeah. I'm just going to go with fashion. Tell me more about fashion, the yes. industry. Yeah. Do you find it's a bit um, of a sharp pit, industry? I see, for me personally, I think there's room for everyone. Mm. And I think that we, that everyone can have a go. So I've never had a problem with anyone at all, ever. Mm. Um, but I don't, I know for a fact that people have definitely had problems the other way around. So I don't know. I mean, it's all what you think about, isn't it? And I try to be careful to con- to not think negatively. Have you read the book Thrive? No, I haven't. It is is well worth a read. Why should I read it? Well, it depends on, you know, about the having it all situation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thrive really talks about how success is so much more than um, your profitability, your income, your, you know, how traditional success is measured. And it talks about in a very practical way adding dimension to your life that just brings happiness. And I think... 
that's probably the biggest thing as you get older. Sometimes it can be a bit like, oh, my God, is, am I just going to work again and, you know, then I'm going to make dinner for Finn, bath Finn, do this. Like, you know how it becomes mm. a real routine. Mm. So for me that was like coming back to this competitor and way you think, that sort of thing. It was great. It was really good. So your, your husband? Yes. He's involved in the business? Yes, now he is, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Do you love it? Um, so at first, when he first started, because he used to go <laughs> to work. Honest, yeah. Yeah. I want <laughs> at all first, the when he used to go to work, it was, you know, I'd have my alone time at home because he's a boilermaker. So yeah. I'd be at home, I'd make my own breakfast, you know, like have space. And now we do everything together. And at the start, you mm. know, we t- I tried to make it work like a traditional you know, as me, as his manager, which never works. It could ne- So now I do not manage Martin. He just tells me what's going on and, like, tells me very briefly what's going on as opposed to trying to manage them. Yeah. You know what it's like. I do. So describe your fashion sense oh. in your business. Well, we focus on festival yep. dresses and swim, and it's all very young, 18 to 24-year-old girls. So I don't very often wear clothes from work, especially not how we style them. So I was just going to say, the older you get, the more do you feel that you're getting out of touch and so you have to uh, rely upon your younger employees. Oh, the more I have to stalk. To give you the juice on what's Instagram. in, what's out. Yes. Yeah, but it's all on Instagram really, isn't it? I've yeah. just got images of you um, in your flannies <laughs> stalking the internet. Oh, yeah, that's a good While you're having a wine. Yep. Okay. Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine in at the same out. time. In now. Love it. Thoughts on Neon. Oh, yes, it did very well for us. But for me personally, I'm not wearing neon. But it did do extremely well for festivals. And Tammy just released neon on the Saski collection. Wow. I'm not wearing neon. No. You're keeping it chic, baby. You're keeping it safe. Safe Sarah. As Brooke. and safe Sarah. And Brooke just wiped peanut butter off my shoulder before from um, Finn. She's real. This morning. She's a yummy mummy. Nothing wrong with a bit of peanut butter, mate. That's for later. Yeah. I haven't even asked you what you would like on your nails. What are you oh, yeah. feeling? I go for with what you're feeling. Do you oh, really? feel in a subdued sort of mood or you're in a bright or you just want to keep it really nudie? What, so what's... Colour-wise. Colour-wise. Mm. Normally I go... Actually, I did do a neon nail once last yeah. year and I did really like that. Did you? Yes, I loved that. Do you want to do it? Oh. Do you want to do a coral neon? Yeah, let's do it. Match your lippy? Yeah, love it. Yeah. You're living dangerously. I am. I'm excited. The sensible's gone out the window. Yeah, I know, right? Done. So wrinkly. West End? Yep. Where you're based? Yep. Would you consider moving internationally or nationally, I should say? Well, my husband's Dutch. I met him when he was backpacking here. And so I think at some point he'll want to live in Holland. At some point. Not any time soon. More Mm. like when we're older. Mm. Um... I think like retirement age we might live in Holland for a little while wow yeah why not not in his hometown his hometown is like a thousand people in the country I don't think that we would go that way there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I mean I've never really wanted to live in Sydney or Melbourne um it's never been it's never been some I love Sydney how the beaches are in the city don't get me wrong like it would be great to live at the beach but you could do that on the Gold Coast I guess so I just don't like how busy Sydney is. And Sydney seems very cutthroat, like extremely cutthroat. Yeah, it's a shark bit. Mm. It's good to pick up guys, I've heard. 
So my, my single girlfriend say. Are you, would you ever live somewhere else? I always saw myself living in Sydney. I really enjoyed Sydney. Every time I visited, I mm. loved it. And I felt like there was a sense of belonging. And now I'm really happy in good old Brizzy. Yep. You know? I think we've got the perfect weather, the perfect yes. lifestyle. We're not too busy. We're not too slow. James Street is you know? sort of Sydney, if you think about it. Yeah. It is it very, is, isn't it? yeah. Mm. A nice part of Sydney too, not. Yeah, yeah, getcha. <laughs> I get what you're putting down. So, mm-hmm. tell me the worst day you've ever had. Oh, wow. That work. One that stands out, that makes you go, what a shit day. Well, I one that, that I reckon I can, like, properly talk about. Yeah, go. So I was, like, two and a half months pregnant and we had an issue with the people that were running our warehouse and they had basically just been not sending parcels. They had not been inwardsing things correctly, like just screwing, screwing up. And I had to make the decision to bring it back to Brisbane. But we didn't have a warehouse space anymore. We only had a head office. We, did, we sold all of our warehouse stuff. It had only been three months. Mm. So it was like... It was terrifying, plus the fact that this guy was like, wouldn't really speak to me because I was a female. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, because when I took a guy with me, he would address the guy the whole time, and that guy didn't even work in the company, really. So, how rude. Um, oh, yeah, he was super aggressive. Like and, yeah, it was terrifying. Um, and then we, we had to front up with like a lot of money. I don't think I'm actually allowed to say how much money. We had to have, like, a lot of money to pay them all of a sudden. And, yeah, so that was a pretty full-on day realising that and having to tell all the staff that and trying to problem-solve that. That was massive. Meanwhile, feeling sick. It actually was a great distraction. Oh, good. Yeah. That's really good. (laughs) So pregnancy. Yep. How was it for you? Our second time was definitely harder the first 12 weeks than the first time. Really? Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Mm. Um, so. Might be something different. Maybe. That's mm. what we're, we think. Mm. Um, but we don't know. Who knows? Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. Like, uh, the one thing about pregnancy is it really makes you think about what you do and don't want, doesn't it? Yeah. And even just having kids, you just put up with less shit, I think. Do you find that since having a child, mm. a lot of people around you like to sort of think, oh, okay, she's, you know, mum now, she's going to probably hang up a hat and not want to do this for much longer. Have you ever ha- experienced something like that? Yeah, well, during my first pregnancy, um, someone asked me when I was going to, who I was going to hand the business over to and a HR company told a staff member that I would say I'd come back full time, but I wouldn't really. So I, I think like when people That's say awful. that, yeah. What yeah. did you do when you found that out? I wanted to contact the HR company because, to be honest, and they're not the company we use, but to be honest, I was like, how dare you say that to an employee without even meeting me or knowing who I am? I think, like, it Aren't really... they meant to be doing the opposite? <laughs> Smoothing things over? <laughs> and even if you felt like doing that, shouldn't they be downplaying that? Yeah. I don't Rather mean, it's, it's really not like an that? issue. Like, I think motherhood yeah. is so individual and it really needs to be left up to the person to decide like there are people that go back to work someone has told me they went back to work the next day wow uh which is just nuts that's something roxy um, just think i would do yeah 
Oh, you reckon? Is she a boss? She had the baby at work to cut down time. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Roxy. Uh, yeah, but I think it really is. It's it's honestly just got to be up to the person. Mm-hmm. If you want to take all the time off, you take time off. You do you. It's your life. You do you. Mm. How Instagram. long did you take off with your baby? Six weeks. And I took six weeks as well. Six weeks. I was clawing at the walls. I was stalking my staff. They were getting the shits, let me tell you. (laughs) I probably would have been less annoying being at work than being away from work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had, like, every app and I had Finn, like, organised within an inch of his life, like, with all the apps and things like that. And I was like, babe, I've got to go back to work. Yeah. (laughs) It's it, time you, for Sarah to go back. You became too organised. <laughs> you became too sensible, didn't you? Oh, not even sensible. Just like how many poos has he done today? Has he how many? When did he fit? You know, so all psycho those. Sarah. Stu- yes, psycho, psycho Sarah <laughs> has come out. <laughs> yep, but you know, Finn was all right. He turned out all right. Yeah, I think the secret is, you know, as long as there's nothing wrong with your baby, like meaning oh yes. and. Yes, sleep, that makes such a big difference. Problems. If the kid is, you know, sleeping and eating, the kid should just work around you, don't you think? That's the secret. Well, I do think that if you try to change your life for the kid, they're going to keep changing all the time anyway, so there's no point. You might mm. as well get them. We do have a routine and we keep to the routine because I think it helps Finn know what's going on. But, mm. you know, if we feel like going out, we're not going to not do it because of the baby, like... Yeah, when Finn was like five months old, I went to America by myself, and you just got to do you got to do what you need to do. I guess moral of the story, isn't it? How did that feel for you, was, being away from Finn for the first time? Probably it was a little bit scary. It did was. Did you a just feel boring. amazing though? Oh like, yes. Did you just feel having full night's sleep? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and I think people don't talk about that enough. Someone said to me. Um, at that health retreat I just I was talking about before, that yeah. you don't have kids to, to make you happy or to be happy. And I was like, oh, thank God, because, like, I thought I was the only one that was like, this is really hard work. And, I, you know, you know when mums say, oh, I just, I just love hanging out with my kid all the time. And I'm just like. It's because she's probably Am I evil? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so that Everyone's was really different. good. Everyone's different. You know, as I say, you do you. Mm. You think what's right for you, mate. Yeah. You know, it'd be a boring place if we all thought the same and did the same, don't you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Yep. Instagram models. Oh, yes. Models that come in, get fitted, try your clothes on. Yep. What's the worst experience you've ever had with one? (laughs) Come on, out with it. I want some juicy goss. This isn't a... And how do you deal with someone like that? What is it? A prima donna? Well, I guess the thing is when you have to do something for work, it's just like if I said to you, tell me about your worst client. You just, there. of course there are going to be, it's not necessarily an Instagram thing. It's like a personality thing, don't you think? Like it's, if they're not a nice person in their personality, they're not going to be a nice influencer either. But to be honest, the majority are really lovely and grateful and easy to work with. I think that the only time it's ever been difficult is it's a lot of pressure on a lot of young people. Like all of these girls, they're, you know, 18. And Mm. when I was 18, to be working with a brand, you know, to have expectations but also to want to party with my friends at a festival, like it's a lot of 
conflict there, if that makes sense. Um, so I guess that's not that juicy, but um, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. All right. So with everything online these days, yes, your clientele is eighteen to twenty-five. <laughs> yep. Do you find a lot of girls these days are suffering from a lot of dysmorphia? Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. That is one thing that influencers really suffer from, body dysmorphia, because they're Mm. all stunningly gorgeous and they can't see it. And that's really difficult, you know, just being a human being alongside these people and wanting Mm. them to realise how beautiful they are. Yeah, that's really quite hard. But I think Mm. as well the other thing is social media is such a toxic place at times, like... And quite often we get hit up by people saying, how can you support this influencer? They've done this, this and this. And really? really yeah. Like and who? All the time. All different influencers. Like, uh, it could Give me be, an example. Well, what is a good example? Everyone just has an opinion on someone in terms of like if you look at – um, last year in terms of Splendour, there's a little bit of controversy that people thought we were involved in some negative behaviour, which is really, as a sensible Sarah, I'm not involved in, like, real party culture or anything like that. So there were some accusations going around on our social media against us that we were um, involved in drugs and things like that, and it's so not who I am that I was just so shocked and do you think it was your staff? No, it was not. It was just rumors. So, it was just a rumor. Yeah, yeah. Who made that rumor up? Oh, heaps of people. So it do was, you know who did it? No, it's just the internet. That's awful. Yeah, it was this page literally called "It's Just Gossip," and they were just tearing people down wherever they could. And I get it. Like, I trolls are hurt people trying to hurt people. So it's what just, did you do to go into damage control with that? There's nothing we could do, really. Who is this person that thinks that they can just do it? Probably is it like Gossip people. Girl or something? Yes, yes, exactly. Think like that. Yeah. Goodness me. It's real. But I guess I gave you an example about myself because I don't like calling other people out for behaviour. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think that's terrible for someone to make that up. Do you believe bad press is good press? It depends what the situation is. With the one that I was just talking about, that was actually extremely hurtful for our entire team because, you know, we work for so long on those events Mm. and so hard and all of my team is held to a really high standard, like my staff, including myself, that that was really difficult for us. So not that one, but um, I'm not sure if you saw a bikini launch we did in January that went viral. No, but please explain (laughs) it's a, just a g-string bikini it's nothing crazy yeah and what color it's white and red okay yeah. um so we launched this bikini and really we've posted much worse things before and we've had skimpier g-strings before it's not really an issue but it got picked up on by fox news Mamma mia pedestrian oh, the daily really? news um the daily sun i think and it just keeps okay. getting talked about. So that was that was good. It was it was also difficult. Like bad press, you know, when something's your baby and you love your business and you love your staff, mm. that's difficult. It's difficult to hear them be criticised and to hear the business be criticised and and to be criticised yourself. But otherwise, yeah, <laughs> there's a de- there's a picture for you there. Whoa. 
Okay. <laughs> and one of my staff members keeps getting grilled by her family as to why she, because she was part of that shoot. Holy dude. <laughs> that was something out of penthouse right there. <laughs> but there's no vagina out. We've posted much worse things. That would have to be the skinniest vagina I've ever seen. Can really? I just say? Really? Jesus. I'll tell you now, my vagina wouldn't fit in that. It would. I'm going to send you one <laughs> and you have it. to try it on. No way. Yes, you have I'll to be try like, it on. I'll be like Celeste Barber. Oh, you know? no, people do these sorts of things. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. There's a picture on Mamma Mia where it she's got a taco down. Yes, it has. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. But you'd have a waxed vagina, so I reckon you'd be uh, fine. Oh, dolls, you'd be surprised. You don't get time. I'm like a plumber in my own industry sometimes. Um, I sometimes. totally get that. Yeah. You know how you were like, you've got a massive wardrobe. I don't buy that many clothes. Only uh, because I want to sell them, like all my favourite things. I want them to sell. I don't want to And you, you probably you get to an age, don't you? I'm not saying you're by any chance old. But you get to an age where you just know what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you don't, just don't really, shop that often anymore. It's more accessorising. Or you might branch out and go, oh, yeah, I'll try that. Oh, surprisingly, looks bloody good on me. Yeah. 20-year-olds are wearing Wow. We, I'm a T-shirt. What's your advice? What's your advice on wearing something that never dates? Oh, I don't know if it, that's true for anything. Stuff always dates. No, what do you feel like? Can always remain a staple item. You might go out for a season but come oh, to back Oh, plain T-shirts. Plain, like a good plain, a good shaped plain tee is a necessity. Um, T-shirt with a bodysuit on the neck? <laughs> no, in a bodysuit, you mean. <laughs> T-shirt, bodysuit. I think skinny jeans. You always need the perfect coloured jeans. Yes. I, I'm a big fan of a um, leather or PU skirt. I love a good black skirt and I've always loved that mm-hmm. um, with a good T-shirt. That's like one of my favourite things to wear. But I have pretty plain style. I, I'm i not, I don't really wear a lot of colour or anything like that, to be honest. It's a rare day when I wear colour. Who's your fashion icon? It's changed so much. I When I first started, it was Sophia Amoruso and I was mm. obsessed with her from Nasty Gal. Ooh. Have you watched that on no, Netflix? No, I haven't actually. Um, I, I was obsessed. Um, like why, do you like her, why did you like her fashion style? I liked her because she was just, she was the best at being an online retailer. And so then I just loved, you know, you mm. love the whole, love the whole package. So paid to have lunch with her when Ooh. I was, I think, 25, um, flew over to America to have lunch with her. Really? And, yep. Yep. Um, it was like two and a half grand. It was a charity auction, two and a half grand and had a two hour lunch with her. Are you besties now? Unfortunately, no. Bloody hell. I know. I did get her email, though, and I have emailed her a couple of times. <laughs> and she actually has replied, which is nice. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So not a single white female moment? No, unfortunately. Okay, but, you know, I'm, I'm up for that any time. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. It's like Sarah coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes yeah. I think people give up. I don't know how it goes with your friends, but someone will be like, oh, I just really want this to happen. I'm like, well, have you tried? Have you asked the person? Have you followed up? And I'm like, I am the queen of follow-up. Hmm. Yeah. Otherwise you'll always regret it, yeah? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I read a quote about you. Oh. <laughs> from your grandma. Oh, yeah. It's really lovely. Yeah. 
Say that quote for me. Well, Nana always said to me that you don't regret the things that you did do, you regret the things that you didn't do. And that has always stuck with me. So if I get offered an opportunity, even though, like say today or um, I'm going to Sydney soon to speak at a conference, I'm doing some stuff for Australia Post, like I'm always going to say yes Hmm. because why the hell not? What have you got to lose? Yeah, you could sound stupid, you could look stupid, but who cares? Now let's just rephrase that. We're not talking about drugs or oh, no. bad things or, you know. I'm way too a, controlling to take drugs. Just a badass boyfriend, nah. you know. You would regret that. So yes. let's just rephrase yeah. that uh, one. Yeah, so. But when it comes to job opportunities. Oh, yeah. Go for the jugular. Yeah, and also, reckon? like, when it comes to when people, I have so many staff that could speak or they could go and do things or present and they would hate it but I don't think that they realise how fun it is just getting out and meeting new people. Um, like and, yeah, it's all about work. My, To be honest, most of my life is all about work. So you like every work? quote, not anymore, thank God. I definitely did in my younger. My 20s were all about work. My 30s, I'm 33 this year, are becoming more about having a bit of spare time, you know, Good which you. is nice because the 20s were hard. <laughs> Because when he's a real high. They were, weren't they? Oh, my God, because you started young as well. Yeah. You have to work your ass off. I worked from the bottom, mate. I worked with, like, two clients. Oh, yeah. I worked my way up. Like, I didn't take other people's clients. I just worked my way up and relied upon word of mouth because I wanted to be honest, you know? Yeah. Do the right thing by people. I think that's that's a whole trick to being successful integrity and staying in staying in the industry mm. for so long is yes integrity and being kind to people you know and I think sometimes people do get ahead that aren't kind and that don't have integrity but it doesn't last long catches up with them it's 100% because someone will find out at some point yeah it's hard though to watch that sometimes when you've put in all the hard work and effort and someone else gets away with it. I know. That's all right. I know. I couldn't live with myself anyway. That's it. Yeah. Stay honest. Be true to yourself. Love what you do. Mm. Are you one of those people that if you weren't doing this, you'd have something else or was this your main passion um, or you felt drawn to this I just always wanted to have my own business. So that mm. was my main passion. I actually you thought I'd something. be yeah. a lawyer or a physio. Oh. I studied physio in the Netherlands for a while. Really? Yep. Yep, for a year and a half. It's me. It's almost like the world was calling out to you to meet someone from. <laughs> oh no, I met him here. Yeah, but and so like, I it's went back like, over. Yeah. Yeah, it all sort of sinks in nicely, doesn't it? We yeah. married someone from that side of town. Yeah. And I, um, so what happened was I met him when I was in grade 12, and then he went to formal and we went to schoolies, and then I. <sighs> Did he go to your formal? Yep. Shut up. Yeah, all the girls loved him. Oh, my God. If my friends could have stolen him, they would have. Was he hot? Oh, he's a very good-looking guy. He's, like, six foot five, like, built, not fat, but not, like, skinny. He's got, like, beautiful green eyes. Wow. Brown hair. So how did you actually meet? My mum hired him as a backpacker to help move their office. What? Yeah, and I met him in my knickerbockers, my softball uniform. Um, at the office, helping oh mum make lunch God. and helping her get everything ready to move. I bet you helped. Oh, I helped. <laughs> you honed in on that one. 
You know, it's good. Martin yes. is his name? Yeah. With a double A? With a double A and an E. How exotic. Oh. Says it all. Yeah. Doesn't it? Although I just his, his family would just laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening with Beginning Boutique? Yeah, so we're getting ready for um, Coachella, which is really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing final planning for that. Um, Have you been taking... to that? Yes, I went last year. It was so, oh, um... How was that? Uh, it was good. Is it, was it really better good. than what people say it is? Or is it like, oh, it's a bit of an anticlimax? Oh, the sound is incredible. The stages are ridiculous. Really? The stages are nuts. Like Goodness the Beyonce me. show was crazy. Really? Yeah, it was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. One, yeah. of my go- one of my managers, um, she went to that last year. Oh, yeah. She said it was the best thing she'd ever done. Yeah, it was really it was good fun. And if and we were going for work, so I can't imagine how much more fun it would be just for friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting ready for Coachella, which yep. is really exciting. And what's the look for Coachella? Uh, the look for Coachella this year is a lot more um, toned down than last year. So last year was about the chaps. It was about, like, the wild hair it was really like a lot of skin. Mm. This year is um, a bit more Britney Spears inspired, I feel. Oh, yeah. what? Which Britney though? Uh, the 2000s Britney. Think Toxic Britney, and not not literally Toxic, but that Schoolgirl Britney. Yep, Schoolgirl Britney. Tights. Uh, not tights. tights. It's the um, Body it's suits, the Britney. It's the schoolgirl skirt, the top, the fluffy. Think clueless. clueless so Hello Kitty. To in other words. <laughs> Sexy Hello Kitty. Sexy Hello Kitty. <laughs> well, you just heard it, guys, from the woman who knows everything about fashion. Just festival fast fashion. fashion. Yeah. You can't get any faster than this. No. Hello no. Kitty. Sexy Hello Kitty. <laughs> Would I look good in that? Yes. Yep, definitely. Should I, I send it with that bikini so. bottom? With my varicose veins and all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't get, um, you know how Chris Jenner said that you get salt water like injected into varicose veins no yeah tell me more yeah she said it's very painful but it works to remove them what yeah salt water yep saline injections is that what they do at the vein doctors i don't know i've never i haven't had to do that yet i don't think i don't know it'll just creep up on your base (laughs) it crept on me about a year and a half ago oh yeah and i'm going what is this so hello kitty sexy look (laughs) More Britney Spears. More Britney Spears. (laughs) I feel like you just want it to be Hello Kitty sexy look though. I love it. So who are you bringing to Coachella? Yeah, this year um, at this point we don't have like a full list, um, but we are bringing the gorgeous Talis Gaines. I'm not oh. sure if you've heard of her. Yes, I have. Oh, I have. I have um, Aubrey Berg. I hope, yes. I say, I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. Yes. Um, Mika Francis, who is um, one of the wildest festival style girls you will come across. Yeah, she's really wild. So if you wow. want to see like full on festival styling. Um, yeah. Have a look at her. Yes. Um, Tasha Whitmore. She is one good-looking lady from the Gold Coast. The name says it all, really, doesn't it? She does have a great name, doesn't she? Um, yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. So we're really um, – and another girl called Alex Prout, who we are obsessed with. Mm. Um, she's a YouTuber the majority of the time. And, um, yeah, just love her. Great. It's exciting. So explain how you take a over. So they fly, like, first class. 
Unfortunately not. <laughs> if they were flying first class, yeah, I think we'd need to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't wait till we're at that point, but I think that's a bit more of a Chanel situation than a beginning boutique situation, unfortunately. You keep it real, mate. You're keeping it real, homies. We do. Yeah. Um, we do take care of them, though. Like, they do yeah. get um, very personalised service. We've got yes. one big surprise in the works for them. Yeah. Um, they'll have a party bus to get them around when they get over there. They, they get taken, wow. of, kept taken care of really well, so. That's good. Yeah. Where do you put them up? Uh, the Renaissance in oh. Palm Springs. Oh. Yeah. And um, mm. if they're over 21, they can go to the um, parties at the Hilton, which is just mm. nearby. Um, is there a lot of yeah. waivers to sign for these sort of girls? There's contracts mm. and we have very good travel insurance. Mm. We don't trust anybody else's travel insurance. We have our own. <laughs> good on you. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> How good are my nails looking, by the way? They're looking amazing. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Well, I'm just going to redo the little side thigh. We just didn't want to cure. Yeah, so it's going to be a really fun experience for them. We love doing events that our customers love following because it's, you know, it's just a little bit more interesting for them really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so boring. No, not at all. Getting a bit spiritual now. I feel like that's been the to. whole podcast. Oh, mate, that's just me. You know, you okay, good, good. get on board or you get out. All right, yep, great. <laughs> so if you were to leave this earth, yep. how would you like to be remembered? Oh, I think just as being kind. I think that's it. Yep. Um, because I don't think you can really do too much else, can you? You could only really be kind. Well, that's nice, to be kind. Yeah, that, that I was kind because I think... Mm. Honestly, you can't re- you can't do anything else. Like you can, if you're kind, you can change a whole person's day. And if you, yeah, yeah, if you're just nice, I think that makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yeah. So back onto who you admire the most. Mm-hmm. You got onto was it Sophia? Yep, that was definitely a very big business. Yeah. What um, about now? As now? you're approaching your thirties, well, you're in your thirties. Who are you finding you're more relatable to? That you just love watching her or him. Yeah. And you admire from afar and you love their fashion sense. Oh, see, Well, you just I, love them, full stop. I'm really lucky that I'm part of um, this group of women that EY has actually put together. It's called Entrepreneurial Winning Women. And as part of that, you really get to network with some amazing businesswomen that you would never have met. So... Mm. Um, I get to chat to all of these people that are doing like crazy different things all around the world. And it's not necessarily like some, some of them I admire their fashion sense. Some Mm. of them I just admire what they've done with their business. Some of them are incredibly intelligent. I mean, they all are, but some of them are scientists, some of them doctors, you know. So I'm really lucky to have that network around me. Yeah. You're in the fast fashion industry. Yeah. Do you own any luxury items? No, I don't. I Well, work, We I bought a YSL bag for work mm-hmm. and a Gucci belt for work. Oh, you're selling that online now, are you, love? <laughs> okay. Unfortunately All right. Not. What's that going to set us back? Um, that bag, <laughs> no, that bag was only two and a half grand. Not only, but um, <laughs> if I could have, if I could have I a designer it. item, yeah. it would be a Chanel boy bag and they're four and a half grand. Wow. That's What's what, a boy bag? What's a Chanel boy bag? It's just a shape. 
It's just like a yeah. rectangular shape quilted okay. bag. That would be cool. my bag. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, the medium size, not the large one. Hmm. You can tell a lot about people by their handbag. There's oh, a really? book on that. Really? Yeah, yeah. So what is your normal day-to-day handbag? It's just one from work. What is it? It's black rectangle yeah. um, with a, a logo strap. And that's it? Yep. Oh, and I have a big bag to put my laptop in and everything Mate, like that. It, that's sensible, that's sensible yeah, Sarah yeah. to me. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it fits everything I need. You are sensible. Yeah. We're done. We are it. done, my love. What do you I think? think? This is the most, uh, this is probably the best manicure I've ever had. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Thanks, babes. Yeah, because usually it's like mm. a 20-minute job. You're oh, done. Mate, you get you're not out. going to there anymore, hey? You're going to come see Arnie Bro- old Arnie <laughs> Brookie. Old Arnie Brookie. <laughs> you are not old and you're not Arnie Brookie. Hey, look. Sarah, yeah. what a pleasure. Oh, it was Thank so fun Thank you so much talking. for coming on my humble little podcast show. No, it's great. I hope you enjoyed your manicure and I, I hope did. you enjoyed the colour we chose. It matches your lippy. Thank you. Which I love. Yeah. I think, you know, the new in is matching your lippy with your nails. Really? Yes. Oh. I'm going to give that one to you, okay? Thanks. That and the T-shirt bodysuit, which you're going to call T1, by the T- way. <laughs> T1. <laughs> T1 did you just C. come up with that just yes, then? Yes, I did. I'm very impressed. Thank you. You're an ideas woman. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Takes one to know one. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had an amazing time. If you love this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you could subscribe and give it a rating. I'm so looking forward to catching up with you all next week. We'll see you then.